Hello, everyone. My name is Haley, and I work for a broadcasting company that focuses on the impacts of pandemics on someone's mental health in all ages. And today is the first episode of this series called Gone. And this one is going to be called Senior Year Gone to COVID-19. And today I am here with Veronica, a current senior at a small private school, and her psychologist, Maddie. Welcome to the show, ladies. Would you like to give us a small introduction about yourselves? Thank you so much for having us. So my name is Maddie, and I am a psychologist that works in the largest hospital chain in Kentucky. Since the pandemic hit Kentucky, I have been doing virtual appointments with patients to help with their mental health over this difficult time. I have been seeing Veronica for two years when I diagnosed her with generalized anxiety disorder. But since the pandemic, her mental health has not been as healthy compared to before, and along with many other teenagers who are going through this and missing out on their education. Veronica, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Veronica. I'm a senior at KCD, and I'm missing out on the last three months of the past 12 years of my life. I'm really upset, to say the least, and it definitely has been a big adjustment for me. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, Veronica, how are you and your friends coping with this pandemic so far? Well, honestly, I've been meeting with my psychologist more often so I can talk about what's going on, but it's been really hard, and it's definitely a whole new world for us. Yeah. So um, now, Maddie, what is your take on the things that are um, taking toll on not just Veronica, but other students going through this as well? Yes. Over this time, many teenagers have had trouble maintaining their sleep schedule, and that is quite the adjustment when you're used to waking up every day and going to school for eight hours in a classroom, followed by hanging out with friends and extracurriculars. When we are home all day, we do not burn as much energy as we usually do, and we want to sleep and stay in bed all day. After a few days of this, it messes up our circadian rhythm because we want to stay up late into the night and sleep far into the day. Uh, Yeah, so Veronica, do you agree with all of that? And how is your sleep schedule at the moment? I agree completely. I mean, I'm trying to keep it on schedule, but it's so hard with all of this free time. I want to stay up all night and talk to my friends online, and then I end up exhausted by the next morning when I have class. It's a tough cycle to be stuck in, but it's also a tough cycle to break. Not only have I been having trouble sleeping a good amount, I feel like I've lost quite a bit of weight because it, because it is hard to stay on a routine and eat three healthy meals a day since I always want a snack. I'm used to the school routine and eating lunch at a certain time, and now that I'm off that schedule, I've been eating a lot less and a lot less often too. Maddie, can you elaborate on how um, your eating schedule can affect a person during this time? Over this difficult time, eating disorders are a real problem for young teenagers. Because of the students being home so much, they have more time to self-critique their bodies and feel like they are not enough. Eating disorders are a real problem and one of the many dangerous psychological disorders. So Veronica, along with um, the changes in not only your sleep, but also eating schedule, how was your social life during this time? It's actually doing okay. It is a lot harder to keep in touch with people sometimes, and I miss having face-to-face conversations and being able to hug my friends, especially since we're all going through a lot right now, and that might really help. But with all this extra time being on my phone while trying to maintain my relationships, I've noticed some challenges with becoming too attached to it. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, Maddie, what is your take on how during this pandemic more people are having to use technology and being more disclosed from their usual social interactions in everyday life? Yes, actually in the study, it was even found that when communicating electronically rather than face-to-face, we often focus less on others' reactions. 
This is because we are less, less self-conscious and thus less inhibited. Along with struggling with these electronic relationships, teen- teenagers are also struggling with their family relationships. Don't you think that their family relationships should be stronger during this pandemic because they get to be with one another more often now than usual? Actually, adolescence is the age which um, both these students are and is typically a time of diminishing parental influence and growing peer influence. When these teenagers are stuck at home quarantined and not able to see their friends, tensions grow high in the household and arguments may occur more between disagreeing opinions. Veronica, do you agree with that? And how is your family relationships going? I agree with that completely. My mom is still going to work and yet we argue all the time. Tensions are higher with no siblings or anyone else in the house except the dog. The arguments usually don't have a mediator. We have no way to relieve any stress except to put it back on each other. Hmm. So um, since you brought up stress, Maddie, how do you think everyone is handling their stress during this extremely stressful time? Well, this actually has something to do with the GAS theory, which stands for the General Adaptation Syndrome and has three phases. This is the body's adaptive response to stress. In phase one, alarm reaction occurs. This is when your heart rate increases, blood is diverted to your skeletal muscles, and everything is activated. In phase two, which is resistance, your body temperature, blood pressure, and respiration stay high. Hormones are pumped into your bloodstream and you're fully engaged in everything that is happening. Here, if you stay in this phase too long, your your body's reserves begin to dwindle. Lastly, in phase three, you become exhausted and vulnerable to illness and, in extreme cases, death. Chances are are not everyone is handling their stress well because resources are limited when you have to do everything online, including these therapy sessions that Veronica and I have been having. So with all those things that you just mentioned um, that a person goes through during these type of um, times, how do you think it affects a person on their physical health level? Well, long-term stress can be super harmful for your body. Human immune systems weaken and make you more vulnerable to disease. The field of health psychology has helped greatly in finding answers and the correlation between the two. Stress can trigger immune suppression by reducing the release of disease-fighting lymphocytes. Other examples include surgical wounds healing more slowly in stressed people, stressed people becoming more vulnerable to colds, high stress making the effectiveness of vaccines less, and much, much more. Um, Veronica, do you agree with that? Uh, with what Maddie said and how you are dealing with all these stressful things going on in the world right now? Yeah, it's hard to find things to keep my stress down all the time since things that I thought were fun at first are now getting old and boring. I've been going out to the park a lot for jogs, maintaining a safe distance, of course, drawing and playing video games a lot. I think it's interesting how stress can lower your immune system and make it harder to fight off viruses when we need it the most when this virus is around. So with all those things that you just listed, Veronica, um, did you make them a part of a new daily routine? And has that been helping you stay motivated throughout all this? Um, yeah, I think that it's helped my daily routine quite a bit. But like I said, things that used to be fun are now getting boring. And it's making it harder to stay motivated. And all of the teachers are telling us to wake up so early and stay on a schedule. But it's definitely easier said than done, especially during this time. So not being able to physically go to school has made it harder for you to stay motivated and keep up with your daily work? It's definitely way harder. I already had senioritis before all this happened, and that was just when we were physically in classes. But now when I'm in my own home, it's way more difficult to stay focused. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Um, so then Maddie, with kids struggling to stay motivated with their schoolwork while being in quarantine, do you think their mental state has gone downhill? What new struggles does this bring with being home so often? Well, major depressive disorder is a disorder with different symptoms for everyone, but they are diagnosed when they have five of the following symptoms for more than two weeks. Some of the symptoms include depressed mood most of the time, dramatically reduced interest or enjoyment in most activities most of the time, significant challenges regulating appetite and weight, significant challenges regulating sleep, physical agitation or lethargy, feeling listless or with much less energy, feeling worthless or feeling unwanted, unwarranted guilt, problems in thinking, concentrating, or making decisions, and thinking repetitively of death or suicide. With many of these teenagers not being able to leave the house, there is a higher chance of them becoming depressed as they cannot leave the house and see people who would usually make them feel better. Okay, wow. So, Veronica, do you agree with that? And um, do you have a lot of those kinds of feelings as well? Personally, I haven't really noticed depression in myself. I'm just more stressed, especially with finals and senior projects coming up. But I haven't felt worthless or anything like that. I think I've gotten in more arguments with my mom. But at this point, it doesn't really affect me. I could see where some people would be very taking it very hard during this time, though. Yeah. Well, ladies, that's all the time that we have for today. And Veronica, I wish you the best of luck during this very stressful time. Maddie, thank you as well for joining us today and giving us your input, your input on making others more aware of what this virus has caused people to feel like during this very difficult time. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Awareness is super important in these unpredictable times, and be sure to be compassionate and understanding to those who are struggling. Thanks again, and see you guys next episode when, where we'll be talking about the dangerous effects of dieting during this crazy time.